From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, expensive EpiPens, Old Baby, and LQTM. And now, please welcome the host of the Long Shot Show. Uh, thank you so much. Welcome to the Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am Sean Conroy. I am your host. I'm sick. There's a dog today. Uh, with me today on the show, the ray of sunshine at the end of the tunnel, Mr. Jamie Flam. Yes. Here. Yes, 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 yes. And, of course, the booker <laughs> of the Improv Comedy Club and star of T.D. Jake's <laughs> television program. Miss Amber Kenny. Hello. Aww. That was like a epic finger point. Like that is an amazing gif. You oh, on TD Jakes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> Did you watch the whole thing? Yes. We got somebody here. <laughs> His name. No, my good is friend Jamie Flom. I got. I got my special friend. You can't call me a friend and then call me Jamie Flom. It, it, it was also funny because it's like. There were so many things about that that were so funny to me. One of them was the way you were acting. <laughs> You're like, we want to give you. That's so weird. <laughs> a spot in a sold out show at like you were just selling it so hard. It was very silly. And it was so fake because you knew you were going to have him on the next night. Like it was just, I'm not blaming you for that, but like the show was so fake, you know? Right, right, right. Well, we were talking about this last episode. We want to give you a spot. In a sold-out show in the main room at the Hollywood Improv on Saturday <laughs> night, but you're not good enough. Sorry. And then you just sit down. Well, well, yeah, we were talking about this last episode because basically a comic doing a set on TV is a way bigger deal than doing a set at like, the yeah. Improv. <clears throat> but I guess they had to, I guess the viewers at home don't know that. Like, <laughs> I also feel like doing a set on TV comes in at different levels. Like doing a set on Conan is different from doing a set sure. on TD Jakes. At 11 a.m. <laughs> daytime TV set. Exposure is exposure, baby. I think it's so funny. He's like, he's like asking, everybody's like, make sure you put like own network on all his flyers for all the shows. Oh, no. You're going to get like the wrong crowd. No, as a joke. <laughs> is this where the boy from TD Jakes is performing? <laughs> that was Alex Gonzalez, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we always start the show with checking in. So let's start today with Jamie. Uh, checking in for me. Well, I had a few things. I mean, I got here late today. This is our second recording. Was there any reason for that, or you just didn't wake up? I just didn't wake up. My alarm was on, was buzzing. I was up late, partying. I had a lot of wine and then pot. And that'll do it. Mm -hmm. The pot. Oh, this is a funny thing I discovered. You know how you do things, but you don't always talk about them? For example. for well, Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Too specific. Sometimes you do things, but then you don't talk about them. So <clears throat> whenever I get in my sleeping funks, and I've been doing it, it's just like it's hard for me to wake up. 
honk shoes, honk shoes. Sleepwalk. Uh, well, there's, I used to get going these th- patterns of where I can't, it's hard for me to wake up. So one of my uh, tips for myself, mm-hmm. one of the things I do, uh, one of my techniques to try <laughs> to get out of bed, okay, <laughs> is to, you know, like. One of the variety of methods you use. A method is another word. Uh, one of the procedures you follow. I would say was a procedure I follow. Is to be like, all right. Once again, Jamie the improviser, <laughs> yesing but not ending. Just repeating what I said. It's too early to end. <laughs> it's almost one o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Is I'll, so it's like it's 10. It's going to be 30. dark in like three hours. I, it does get dark so early now, right? What's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> is to kill Why are these better? people letting it get dark so early? <laughs> Farmers, am I right? So I'm in bed. It's like 1030. I'm like... My alarm was set for nine. I've been oh, I was going to say, you actually went to bed early, but that was this morning. No, but I went at nine in the morning or 1030 in the morning yeah. when I'm trying to wake up. We're all with me. So, but I, I'm like, uh, snooze again. And like, it's getting later and later. And I have, I want this morning to be productive, but now it's getting closer to the time I just have to go to work. So I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'll wake up in a hundred. I'll count to a hundred. I'll count it down from a hundred. That so. is the that's what you do to fall asleep. Exactly. And so I've been doing <laughs> this really for bad. my whole life. And then uh, I was at the improv a couple <laughs> nights ago. Nice people. <laughs> and I, I came out just in conversation and this person was like, yeah, that's what you do to go to sleep. And I'm like, of course it is. I know that. That's a, <laughs> And I, it's a technique I've used to try to sleep when I have insomnia. Yet here I am. Pretending like that's how you're waking up. Like, And I'll do it like 20 times. And you picture sheep jumping over. <laughs> I'm counting sheep. So like how, how backwards is How I wake up in the morning is I have a glass of warm milk. <laughs> I take an egg. Put them in my eyes. <laughs> I take a bath. I stay awake for two weeks. Yeah. To wake up, I stay awake for two weeks straight. <laughs> but yeah, how, dumb idiot. I felt like such a no, dumb idiot. not dumb idiot, but... But like just counting backwards, and then of course I'm getting, I'm falling asleep again. Do you remember an episode of uh, <clears throat> so funny. Sesame Street where Bert and Ernie are trying... One of them's trying to fall... Ernie's trying to fall asleep. Yeah. And Bert tells him to count sheep. Whenever I say count sheep, that's too, the image It's I too loud. Like Bert gets so frustrated because <laughs> yeah. the sheep are so loud. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, all right. So what happened, Jamie? So that was that. You counted down from a hundred this morning. That's this morning was not a thing. But it's in general this past week, and then just realizing a couple of days ago, oh shit, I do something that's the opposite. <laughs> counterproductive. Counterproductive, like that's what I just said. I know, but I was essentially it's counter, 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 counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been happening. Um, I, uh, we got on a, a couple of dates this week. Let's hear about them. I'll keep it quick. One no, date. We have nothing else to talk about. We already did a podcast. <laughs> First date on Monday night. Uh-huh. And I don't Same person? First date. First, first date. First, first date. Through how? What method? Okay. No, no, no. How did I meet this one? I think. Okay. Cupid. <laughs> You would just say, like, we're not fact-checking. Just yeah. commit to an answer. <laughs> Fair enough. You're full of shit. I did. Bullshit, okay, Cupid. This was a Tinder, if ever I heard one. Yeah, it was a Tinder. Sorry. <coughs> okay, Cupid. And she 
was very cute. Uh, she was a scientist that got into former scientist turned uh, model. <laughs> well, as like this fashion model who just decided after former scientist turned <laughs> centerfold. <laughs> Uh, and then decided she wanted to write and direct. So wow. after having her PhD in science, astronomy, goes to NYU, gets her directing thing. It's been in LA for like six months. Is already writing on like cool shows. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. Um, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's inspiring. I know, right? <laughs> How'd it go? How was the date? You know, I mean... When I go on dates, I, I, I'm pretty good conversationalist, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe it. You said this last podcast. Did I really? And you laughed like that afterwards. Did I really? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Let's get a taste. <laughs> Let's get a little taste. I don't believe it. I just Let's don't believe pretend it. pretend that we're on a date. Or pretend you're on a date with Andrew. Hi, okay. folks. Can I get you anything? Um, we'll have, uh, what, what do you like? Andrew doesn't even have a microphone. What type of restaurant are we at? Where are we? Are we, are we, are we, are we? This, is, this is called McDonald's, sir. I think you would know the menu by now. Well, um. I don't do improv. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> okay, so anyway, but I'm a great conversationalist. And I thought it was overall good, but then there were, there were a couple of times where it was like that, oh, I, I don't know what we're going to say next. And like, so what else kind of thing? She was super nice towards the end after like a glass of wine. She started opening up. I forget that people get nervous. So what do you think of Uranus? (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen Sean become me. (laughs) Pleased with his own terrible joke. (laughs) We have another three Jamies in an Amber situation. Yes. I would have never predicted this one. It's Uranus is kind of a gas giant. Huh? <laughs> yes. And <laughs> trying so hard so to hard. yes and. <laughs> anyway, I don't I don't I didn't I haven't contracted again. Like You're not it interested. didn't flow. It's weird because How did it end? Great. With a hug and um like I guess we'll see again. And Andrew just made the sign. I can think of a finger going into a butt. What? Jamie, <laughs> no. you, what was that then? Have you never seen that before? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Don't look at me. What was it? No, I think that's the question that's on all of our minds. <laughs> Did you stick your finger in her butt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is typical first date stuff, right? Overpants. Sorry to be too much like your mom, but did you stick your finger in her butt? <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's just per the, Donald that's just like the little kids locker room so- sign language for intercourse. I, yeah, I knew that. I took it oh. to the butt level, but I think that John planted the Uranus seed. <laughs> so what happened? And that's kind of it. Well. Now I feel like, because I haven't talked about dating in so long, maybe I shouldn't talk about dating, because I'm talking about real people. Not that you would listen to this. It's okay? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's your fucking life, man. One of the things that seemed like a... It seems like you're dating a lot more recently than you have since I've met you. I've gone on... Yeah, it's been... The last year has been very 
not Dady. And then one of the couple I have gone on, I haven't talked about. Here I am talking about. So you went on one earlier in the week, and you went on another one later in the week. Yeah, but I think one of the red flags, and I hope she's listening to this, then I feel bad, but I don't think she's, she's not. To this, was that she's allergic to red ants, or like fire ants, as she called them. Um, how is that even an allergy? And how is that a red flag? Well, because she talked Jamie about it. Jamie breeds fire ants. <laughs> I, my kink is I'm super into having sex on a bed of ants. Hey, baby. Will you, will you put a fire ant in my pee hole? I can't get an erection if there's not hundreds and thousands of red fire ants within a mile. But apparently, and we talked about the red ant fire ants for a while. Uh-huh. And she's deathly allergic. And if she gets stung by even one, so she has an EpiPen. Here's what something I learned about EpiPens. They... Not good for writing with. No. <laughs> uh, unless so you want dumb. a, <laughs> unless you want a very vibe. <laughs> Jesus, Andrew. Are you all right? No. Do you want to? I don't. Okay. I'm trying to get up. Uh, anyway, my joke was going to be <laughs> not that funny. So go on, Jamie. Every it's never pen, stop me. Pens don't work good. No, I know. I know. It was about a check being very vibrant. Go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, EpiPens, the, their prices have skyrocketed. So you, you used to be able to get one, I think, for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then it was like all of a sudden 100. And now they're like 600 bucks or something. Whoa. Yeah, that was a big scandal in the news that whoever runs the whole EpiPen market jacked up the prices. So people, poor people with allergies are just dying. <laughs> and if so, you have AIDS, forget it. Yeah, but anyway, go on. Martin, it made that Martin Shrucky. Mm. So, and apparently you have to get one every six months. Like they expire. Sure. So that's a lot of money every year. Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, so you're like, I can't fucking date you. <laughs> like, Red <yeah>. flag. Because <laughs> all I of a sudden I'm buying your EpiPen no, now. No, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole or, or like split hairs. I legit don't understand. Okay. So the, the, then it was, um. There's, they're they're moving upward. <laughs> they're moving north. The ants. the ants are moving north, so they're slowly. Warming. As the temperatures are warming, they're coming like from Mexico up to the states, and then uh, they're making their way to say Canada. Temperatures are supposedly warming since yes. yeah. that's all a hoax invented by the Chinese. <laughs> Go ahead. So apparently, because she's lived in other places and she can't live there anymore. Now she's in California, but now they're in California and they're coming, starting to come north. I asked her, I was like, when I was growing up and going to school in Chatsworth for elementary school, there was red ants Tracy all over the Gold. place. And she was surprised by that. Yes, Tracy Gold. Like, I was like, there's red ants here already. Right. So but you anyway. were basically just trying to scare this woman. No, I was just. <laughs> she just can't like play on a playground. So, but then she said that eventually she won't be able to live in California anymore when the red ants really start taking over. And that was the red flag. Like she'll have to move back to New York. Oh, okay. Does that a little bit make more a little more sense? No, The red not flag is she might someday leave Los Angeles. Or California. That wasn't the biggest red flag. <clears throat> and maybe I should go on another date. I love red flags. I would love to hear about more. I don't think this counts yeah, What was one. the biggest red flag? <laughs> Or is it was the red flag that you are insane? <laughs> That's always the red flag. 
That's the uh, it might be a little bit of a red flag if her um, fire ant allergy was like the first topic of conversation. That is a little strange. I'm sorry, waiter. Do you have fire ants here? (laughs) I can't be around fire ants. I just also, I'm hoping this date ends with someone sticking a finger in someone's asshole. So, no, I think the biggest red flag was just... I don't know if you're using red flag correctly. <laughs> so then she dropped the nuclear bomb. What was the biggest red flag? I just, connection-wise, and she was super nice, but it just wasn't... Yeah, that's not a red flag. No, that just means like it, the, no? the, you weren't a good match. Red flag is like something that would tip off... She kept off. texting her old boyfriend. That's a red flag. Uh, she opened her purse to grab her wallet and everything. I mean, mm. a red flag, I've said this before and I'll say it again, is if on her dating profile, she has a Marilyn Monroe quote. That's a yeah, red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting women make history. That's a Marilyn Monroe quote. That's it? Something like that. I don't know. She's the one who's like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Which is the reddest flag yeah, statement yeah. of I all time. I am the time. worst human being in the world. <laughs> That's why I have a Marilyn Monroe tattoo on my... I like Marilyn Monroe, but if butthole. you if that's how you want the world to view you, that's a red flag. Right. My butthole is just Marilyn Monroe's face. <laughs> and when I flex my butthole, her mouth goes up and down. Whoa, your butt is gifted. <laughs> so gifted. Uh, so what else, Jamie? So You had another date this week? I had a second date. With someone else. With someone else. How did you meet her? Was this the one that you spent the whole time flirting with the waitress? Oh, yes. But that's <laughs> not what happened. I didn't flirt with her. I was trying to remember her name. Mm-hmm. Girls love that. And this girl, the second, I mean, she's the opposite. We're just like flowed. She was smiling. No red flags. No red flags. Um, but we went, we got oysters. Finger oh, in the butt. I love oysters. And that is an aphrodisiac. There's well, a, when I we I emailed her asking about the second date. There's no such thing as that. It's whatever. We'll fight later, Andrew. We can talk so about what it. happened, Jamie? You emailed her about a second date, and she said, "Yes, the, the world is our oyster." Dot dot dot. Which or, or the city is our oyster. And so, as kind of a joke, I sent her a link, a Yelp link to the oysterette uh, over on Third Street. Oh, cute! And she said, "Oh." I was hoping that you would do that. So she kind of, and I've never been to the Oysterette. Oh, interesting fact. I think I said this on the first one. On the first date, we were at this Rosewood place, and we found out that it was their last week. Oh, right, because they're making it at who? Chicken and waffles. But who Rapper is Nas, it? yeah. Nas. Rapper Nas is turning into a, a chicken and waffles place. <laughs> it sounds like a dream. Like, it sounds so surreal. So we go to the Oysterette, and the first thing the waitress says is, um, Nas is buying this place. <laughs> I made you look. <laughs> Um, uh, she said, first of all, um, you guys look illmatic. It's the name of Naz's first album. Did I got I it. I got it. Just didn't care for it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they said, the world is yours. It's the name of a song from the Naz album. Um, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Um, they said, one love. It's the song. <laughs> yeah, we the we got it. Say? We got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to like see it's how many. It's not getting Nas funnier is. the more you do it. I was not trying to be funny. Just impress myself. Um. <clears throat> Oh, so the first thing they said is, um, this is our last week before we close. 
and she was kind of bummed. She, and she kind of got into like the, it's kind of fucked up. And they just told us on Monday. And so she was. Why would a wait, waiter do that? I don't know. She had nothing to lose. Her job's already gone. Yeah. Nothing to lose. Might as well roll the dice and tell them this is our last week. They know each other too. You know that waitress too? No. No, no. This was at the Oysterette. You did not explain that. Did I not? I understood perfectly. Okay. Yeah. So now the second place. So every place you go is closing this week? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Amber. Move out. This is our last week. Oh, shit. Uh, Nas is turning this into a uh, puppy daycare. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> go ahead, Jamie. What happened? Come on. Spill it. And so we got some oysters. I, I, don't, I don't generally get oysters. Because I don't go to I oyster places. I love oysters. They're it's really like good. My favorite Ugh. food. There, you, there's so many like accoutrements. Yeah. I think the second time I see accoutrement. Yeah. I don't ever you really use that word. Do I say it right? Yeah, I think so. Great. I don't know. Um, horseradish. Horseradish, like uh, sauce. Lemon. Lemon. All right. I don't care. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I don't care. With my <laughs> so. There's not much of a story other than. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. For someone that cuts in the chase, it is the cuttiest, cuttiest chase ever. <laughs> yeah, that, that chase is like a snowflake. <laughs> so cut. Okay. I, so, but it was a good date. And we the, the conversation flowed. And any red flags? I don't think there are any red flags. She, she was good conversation, good, good sense of humor. Um, lots of laughing. For be real, right now you were about to say good conversation, good conversation, <laughs> and you stopped yourself from saying conversation the second time. <laughs> uh, and definitely will be a third date. Nice. And there was a kiss. Hello. It wasn't French. Italian. I don't know how Italians kiss. No, Italian would be like a cheek. So it's just like a peck on the lips? It was a peck. Well, a, a peck and then a second peck. Like it was a peck and then I was <laughs> going to leave and then, but like, we want to have one, one more peck, but it was a little bit too public because she was dropping me off in front of the improv. <laughs> <laughs> Is this too much information? I, what if no, she listens? No, no, no. We love it. We love it. Now, what if she listens? This is public. Well, what have you said? That happens. Like, You're right. That happened. You didn't say anything bad about her. Are you you good. said that you liked her. Yeah. We we kissed a little. <laughs> I think she's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I, I, that'll be my dating. Uh, other things this week on Wednesday night. I don't know if I talked about this in the last one, but we did a showcase. We, did, we at, weren't here. We met before Wednesday. No. Yes. So we did a showcase at the Improv of all the... I've been, oh, yeah. Dave Child was on it. Yes, Dave Child. I heard he w- did well. He He's killed funny. It. But the last year, I've been trying to develop comedians. I should say we, we started a development show. We haven't... There's the history of the Improv. It's, it's a place where big names showcase. Chris Rock popped in last night. That's awesome. That's crazy. He did the lab, too. Anyway. Um, but this is not a place where, where, especially young comics, I have so few spots as it is, let alone up-and-coming people. And so Sunday nights, we're doing lab work. I'm able to see new people. I book a few people I want to showcase, and then we just pull names out of a bucket. And it's taken about nine, ten months to really figure out how, how it works. 
And then finally, in the last couple of months, so the people I like, I'm bringing them back um, and then doing these showcases. But this was our first big industry showcase. And I put my name on it. I put the club's name on it. I invited everyone in the industry. And um, it was 15 people. It should have been 10. But um, they all did five minutes. And they're all, un, for the most part, unrepped. So the industry was excited to see who was there. And it, there, it was just this awesome, palpable energy. It was awesome. And everyone did great. That's awesome. And there were a few standouts. Dave Child from Liquid Feet That's was one so of them. That's cool. Um, which was really exciting. And a few that people have heard from agents and managers. And I don't know if anyone's going to sign or if anything's going to come from it. But I felt it was, uh, for me, a success. A success. Uh, and it felt really good to see these people and one did of you, them. Did you end up putting your finger in anybody's butt? <laughs> Only question. the top three. <laughs> Wait, it was a competition? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Amber, checking in. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I mentioned it briefly last episode, but I got to finally meet um, my friend Tim and Melissa's baby, June. And... Uh, She's very little. <laughs> Babies tend to be that. And um, I went over to their place last night and I, <clears throat> the gifts I got her, which I mentioned I got her good gifts, but I didn't mention them specifically. I got her this hat that has a fox head on it and fox ears and then a diaper cover that is the same color that has a fox tail. Pretty fucking cute. And then a hat that looks like a football. <laughs> <laughs> so she can... Look like a football when her parents watch football and butt paste and butt paste. Yeah. <laughs> that was what was on their registry. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get that. <clears throat> and uh, an R2D2 Christmas ornament and some Scorcho, some Del Scorcho. That's quite the gift basket. Yeah. Well, they're good friends of mine. Oh, look, it's butt paste. <laughs> and Del Scorcho. Tim said that was the one that he was like, it was the most sentimental. It was the Del Scorcho. But, um. Wait, what does butt paste work? It's like. Yeah. Got it. It's not to so stick things in your butt. It's how, it's how to glue your butt to things. <laughs> glue your butt to cheeks together. Um. <laughs> Talk but about a sticky situation. they let me hold her, <coughs> and I was chilling with her for like an hour, maybe longer. And they kept being like, "Do you are you okay? Do you?" And I was like, "Yeah, we're fine. We're cool. She likes me. She's awesome." June. June Elizabeth Banny. Um, she's got long legs. She's only she's not even two weeks old yet. Little guy. Um. Another thing is kind uh -huh. of a tangent, but I don't want to take no a, a comedian. <laughs> I cannot talk today at all. Um, a comedian texted me last night. He wanted to come to the show and asked if we can have an infant, a sleeping infant in the showroom. And so I he texted our general manager, Rita. I said, Just say no. You don't need to text anybody. <laughs> I just want to make sure because if we can, great. <laughs> Um, turns out we can have a sleeping infant in the restaurant and not near the bar, but not in a showroom or near a bar. And it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I would have said no without checking with anyone. Why, why, does, that, why does that make sense? <laughs> because you have to be 21 to get into a bar. Uh -huh. Like a few months ago, a glass just fell and hit someone. Like 
that was a full-grown human, so they survived. But if it was no one infant, was killed at the improv that <laughs> night. Uh, this time. But if it's a little child, a little baby, they're more, more fragile. It could hit them in the font fontanelle. Fontanelle. You know what the fontanelle is? I do. We just talked about it yesterday. Really? Yes, I did a podcast for Andrew uh, about the first episode of Gentleman Lobsters, and we used the word fontanelle in that episode. Interesting. Um, fontanelle is the divot in a baby's head, the soft spot. So that its head gets smushed down the canal? No, I think it's because its skull is not fully formed yet. So that it could smush so it could go down the canal. No, I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it grows in. But it's a, a tender spot in the first six months to a year. I don't know. Three months. I don't know how it works. You don't know how long the fontanelle lasts? Yeah. Uh, but until it f comes in, it's extra susceptible. Or not susceptible. <laughs> but uh, you just want to be extra careful with it. <laughs> it's so. also, here's the thing about a sleeping baby. They it might wakes wake up. up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have a crying baby in the showroom. Yes. Which is a pain in the ass. That's happened to me a number of times. You can't guarantee a baby will stay yeah. asleep. Yeah. Well, Unless you make it count from back He said he had an escape 100. plan. And he got the, the buy-in from the show producers. You know, as long like... It was also the type of show where a baby started to cry. They could have made it fun. Or what not. are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to go to one of those shows. <laughs> Amber, did you finish checking in? No. Okay. Um, but it's just cool and crazy and weird because Tim has been one of my best friends for um, at least 14 years. To seem like as a dad now, it's, he's really happy and beside himself and so proud of her. And it's, it's cool to just see them growing up and being a family. Did you... Feel when the baby June was in your hands mm -hmm. that you wanted to have your own? I don't know. That's a big question. I know. I don't really want to talk about it on the podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just talked about two no, dates. I know. I know. I'm, uh, a, I'm, a, I'm no allowed pressure. to have, No pressure. Just because your boundaries are unclear doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have boundaries. <laughs> your boundaries are respected <laughs> by me. All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that. We'll be back in a moment with more stuff. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. Today, we are keeping it short and hoping it's sweet. So we are going right into a segment that we like to call Parting Shots. Let's start today. With Amber. Oh boy, uh, what to part with? So much has happened since we've last talked. <laughs> Are you Sean, being sarcastic. Uh, yeah. Why don't you, I'm, Sean? I'm, I'm a little bit um, struggling just because I feel like I spent this whole week mostly at home trying to not be sick. So it's not like a lot has happened to me. I talked about this last podcast, but Jeff and I are deep into watching the OC and it is so fun and funny and dumb. And I highly recommend it because it's a soap opera from 2003 
and there's all these references that are so of a time. And did we talk about that? Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. Um, but that's what my days are filled with: working and watching the OC. Working, I'm, watching the OC. Oh. I'm pretty lame lately, but I like it. I'm enjoying being lame. Do you? Do we talk about three percent? The sci-fi Brazilian thing on Netflix. No, I'm just gonna put it out there that people that listen to this podcast should listen to it because I have no one to talk about it with. Should listen to it or watch it? <laughs> watch it. What is it? It's a Brazilian, new Brazilian Netflix original series. It's sci-fi. It's eight episodes um, about, I guess people compare it to the Hunger Games. But it's the, the theory is that when you're 20 years old in this dystopian future, you have an opportunity to go to the offshore and you have to go through rigorous testing. And the question is like, who, who's to decide who goes to the offshore? Who's playing God? What is the offshore? This mythical, well, not mythical, but that, it's not mythical in that world. It's just a... <laughs> Real place where you're shipped off to. <laughs> Do you understand how television works? <laughs> no. I really don't. Like, how the fuck do they make things appear? That, and special effects, especially. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and record players still get me. Yeah. Just... It's how, just a how do you capture that sound? It's a needle. How's a needle making it... Even CDs is really crazy. <laughs> And tapes? I don't get tape either. How there's sound on a tape? Pat capture it perfectly. How about those boxes people ride around in? Cars. Cars. Yeah. I don't fuck? get that at all. <laughs> I think that that makes a little more sense though. I don't get gas though. <laughs> Why gasoline? Can I say something? Yeah. I have gotten gas only three times since I bought my car. I've You're getting good mileage. I've already had... Yeah, we, we went to San Diego and back. We went to Lake Paris and back. Rancho Cucamonga. Well, not yet, but I'm gonna. And I'm driving everywhere every day. Three times. Each time I fill up, it's $20. It's the best. So that's a total of $60 if you're playing along at home. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. Uh, anything else on your parting <laughs> shots there, Amber? Wait. Oh, I was doing it still. Fuck. I, um, I, sorry. I like watching the OC. I. Mm. What's going on with your new sketchbook? Nothing. Um. <laughs> My work is interesting. I don't know how to talk about this without sounding like an asshole, but I guess I'll just sound like an asshole. So there's been all these, there's been at least two layers of layoffs within my department and I'm safe, which is nuts. And, um, I only report to one lady and I like work my ass off and I work really hard, but I always have this feeling of like, nobody knows that except her. So it's, I don't know if people know my value for a lack of a better way of saying that. But, um, I got called into a, into a, slightly header honcho guy's office on Friday. And I was like, oh God, what is this? And he just I hope it said that on his office door. <laughs> yeah. Slightly header honcho. And he was he just was like, hey, I want to get to know you better. I just like you. I can Hello. tell I get no ugh, no I no. No. Ah. I hate being a woman. There's like no way to say that like I'm just good at my job without it sounding like somebody wants to fuck me. Um but he's like I could tell you work really hard and you're pleasant and smart and creative. So I don't know. I I it made me feel really good cuz it makes me feel like I have a future in the company. Yeah, huh? What what could it go? What is the ceiling? 
I could be. Is it glass? Yeah. Uh, in Trump's America? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I'm in the marketing department. So it would, right now, I don't do anything extremely creative. So it would be fun to be more creative. How, how do you do that? Do you just meet more creative people? Well, the marketing department has a lot of creativity because they're coming up with whole marketing campaigns and the imagery and how they want to pitch things. But I'm just the one giving them stills. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think, I think, ugh, I don't want to jinx anything, but I think that I'm getting, I'm going to be getting more opportunities to learn. Of course you stuff, are. And then it'll be fun. But it's just, I, I feel very proud of myself because it's not like I, I don't know if this is even what I want to do with my life. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know what I do when I grow up. But um, <laughs> the fact that I'm doing it very classically, getting a job in the mailroom, working your way up style, is kind of cool. Someday you'll run the company. Yeah, I'm going to be Jeffrey Katzenberg. I believe in you. Thank you. Wait, that dance thing. Did you do that recently? All right, all right. I do it all the time. Did we do Jamie, that Jamie, parting shots. <laughs> Why am I have such deja vu about dancing with you? When was I, I see you last? I always dance. When was I see you last? At the podcast. Were you just, I think you were just dancing at one this point. This is not good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Direct is back. Sean wants to go home and go to bed. I do. Okay. Go ahead, Jamie, parting shots. Parting, I have another story that I don't know if I can... Not incriminate or just try it. Just try it. You might have to cut this out, okay? You guys can determine. But it was kind of a really fun development at the club last Sunday. Um, I just mentioned earlier in the show um, that it's called Lab Work every Sunday night. <laughs> it's a show, but it's it's packed to the brim. <laughs> this and is. I can tell this is going to be great. Go ahead. There, but there's a ton of people. Um, at 12:30 on Sunday night, three doors down from the improv is a tailor. It's an Italian guy, an Italian tailor, and he speaks like Italian. Italian. But when he's <laughs> yes. like, he's like classically, he could not be more Italian. Like pizza pie. Exactly. He's from Italy. Mm -hmm. and he's no way he could be more Italian. That's true. <laughs> but at, okay. Um, but at 12:30 Sunday night, someone walked by his shop. And uh, kicked in his window and shattered it. And so he had security cam footage. And so on Monday, he called uh, us over because he wanted to show us and see, do you know who this person is? And so it became... He said that guy who kick in my window. <laughs> yes, it's like that. <laughs> and so we were looking at You know this guy from a lab work? <laughs> That's he's your development, Joe, He's yeah? a comedian who have a bad set. <laughs> That was kind of like, do we, yeah, someone's having a bad night, but it became the most fun detective thing. Oh, I'm so jealous. Like, so first of all, no one, none of us knew who it was. Um, and there's so many people that we don't know. That. It's also funny that he went to you guys and not like the cops. <laughs> you have to help me solve the mystery. <laughs> well, he didn't. He, I, we were hoping that it, the person had nothing to do with the improv. Sure. But it's also not our fault either. So it's a weird thing where it's like we're not obligated to help, but obviously we wanted to help. But we ended up putting a lot of time into this. I think he is a proper comic. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to our 
security footage. Uh-huh. And we have And you piece them together. There's 16. So so in his security footage you see a guy he's walking towards the shop. At one point he turns around, like has an interaction with someone and then he walks by the shop and then just kicks the window. Just like just violently like boom, which could have been so bad. Like he could have hurt the fuck out of himself. Yeah. Who is going to kick a window of a tailor shop? Why it's so bad to get your clothes looking nice? <laughs> It, it made me, being in this tailor shop, I've never walked in. It's beautiful mm. and expensive. But like, I was like, why? I, well, not why. I know I'm not getting stuff tailored. It's because <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't do that again. So I kick it or he kicks in the, oh shit. He kicks in the, <laughs> the window. Wait, was it you the whole time? <laughs> no. That would be an amazing way to tell a story. <laughs> it's so confusing. <laughs> the guy on the tape, he tell, he tell the stories not so good. <laughs> How can you tell from... Uh, <laughs> you just look at him and you go, oh, this guy doesn't ever have a punchline. <laughs> he has a kick line. He does not pay attention to the good details. <laughs> That's why I have to do a podcast with you guys. You, you fill in the gaps. Okay. So, but he, he kicks it in. <laughs> Finger and butthole. Was that this episode or last episode? Okay. And it shatters. You weren't on the last episode. I was a little bit. The last part. So I, he, he kicks it. <laughs> and it shatters around his foot. And then he walks off. And It feels like you keep thinking you're giving something away, but you're not. Okay. So then <laughs> next night, we're all gathered around our, we have like 16 cameras in the club and all different. So we're looking on our cameras and then we see, so we're watching the entire night. First, we watch the, the street And view. is it in real time? What do you mean? Like, are you fast forwarding or mm-hmm. are you watching it like an hour takes an hour to watch? Is Bill Maher there? No, Bill, <laughs> Bill Maher's not there. New rule. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the Bill Maher thing. Real time. Oh. So we're taping Bill Maher. You kids are slow as shit out here. <laughs> what is that? Columbo? No, that's some old comic in New York who used to do that. She would do <laughs> shitty puns and then be mad at the audience for not laughing. And go, you kids are slow as shit out here. <laughs> I'm dying to hear this mystery. This is a great story. Okay, so first the street view. <clears throat> so you see this person... He does emerge from the courtyard of the improv. So now we know he Uh-oh. came from the improv. So he comes out the gate, walks towards the tailor shop, and there's a girl behind him. And she's clearly there's been some sort of a spat. Spat. Fight. Fight. They're not really talking. She's walking a few paces behind. And you see them walking towards. And then from Taylor's view, you remember he turns around? Remember I that remember little detail? That. Yes. That's the <laughs> so only he turns around know. to address her. <laughs> Says something that's like a little and, bit heated. But in your camera, you could tell that she's like, you better kick this window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then. If you loved me, you'd kick this window. If you love me, I'll kick the window. It's always the woman's fault. Yep. And so, but he turns around, he's angry. And it's just like that brief moment. And I'm sure he read it. Just push. That's him kicking the window that chatters. So now we know he comes from there. So now we have to go back in time. And so then. Rewinding back to an hour. Is he in the showroom? Is he in the lab? Where is this person coming from? We have footage now of him entering the courtyard, giving a high five to, to a, a dude. And I get the description of the dude. 
And now I'm looking up this dude and I have the sign-in sheet. We have a sign-in sheet. So that's another fun little mm. thing to play with. Process of elimination. So look him up. Honestly, I would love to do this. It was so much fun. And so then we see him sign in and we know it's towards the end. This, this is the next sign now. They're surrounding the uh, security cameras at the club at 1230. Rita calls me. I have the sign-in sheets at my house. So now I'm going through, I'm sending them screenshots. They're giving me names. I'm giving them names. Like, it's got to be this guy is the person that he gives a high five to. So now I'm on his page going through his friends. I have a little list. I know he's signed up towards the end. So it's like we've narrowed it down to like five or six people. I'm going to all their Facebook pages, doing Google searches and narrowed it down to like two or three. And then we... You found it? So we then we've, we're, we had a 99% lock on this person who it was. So then we brought in a couple of people. I won't name the next day to just to identify the tape before we accuse someone. Before we, why are you stopping? Who did you bring in? Like friends of theirs? Or just people that are more involved in the scene. Oh, who gave a positive identification. By the way, this is all not like, this is all in the, we want to help him. As like avoid having this go to the police. Because we talked with the tailor, we're like, look, if they just pay we find for this it. person, if you pay for it, and they agree that's the best, like, you know, we want to not get the police involved. Um, so I get into work yet on Friday. and What night did this happen? It happened on Sunday. So now it's... So you guys are moving too quick. It's just a yeah, slow, slow. I don't think we knew about it until maybe Tuesday when the tailor came to us. So, uh, Friday, I get into work. I'm looking through the lineups. You know, we have different shows on my book, some I co-book. The culprit? The culprit, who has never been booked at the club, never booked by me, and we have a show on Friday. His name is on there. What are the chances of that? Did your blood run cold? Yeah, I was like... Or did it boil? <laughs> a little question. bit of both. <laughs> oh, man. So it stayed the same temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Del Scorcho. So I text Rita. I'm like, I put OMG. I'm not like an OMG guy, but this seemed like. No, it's a perfect OMG perfect opportunity. Perfect OMG. OMG. <laughs> rolling on the floor. Yeah. Um, he's on the lineup tonight. So SMH. Now we're like, we, she's like, we can't have this person perform or we at least have to address it tonight because LQTM <laughs> let's quiet them laughing quietly to myself oh. <laughs> is that real one that's used no <laughs> that's unappreciated <laughs> so what happened Jamie? LQTM <laughs> but not Q <laughs> I mean it's kind of quietly I'm not like Obnoxiously, okay. Defying. <laughs> Defying quietly to myself. Um, does that include transgender? Never mind. That's I don't know. I get the the guy's phone number. How are you lost in your own story? <laughs> I'm lost in everything, but like especially lost today. I think I'm finally. I'm not. I'm not finally getting my wits about me. This is a fun energy, though. I like it. I have something else to say. Go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> so, calls him in and and breaks it down. Like, first of all, she she's so good at this kind of stuff. She's the best. At confrontation. She's the best good and bad cop. Like, she, mm-hmm. she has the best way about her where she can be like, 
you know, like, what's a good example? Like, I don't know. She can kind of we yell know at you. what you did. We don't want this to be any worse than it already is. Not even that. You need to go give the Italian guy some money and tell him being Italian is okay. <laughs> More so, <laughs> it was like, um, she's like, don't say anything. Just let me talk. Um, this club has been here forever. I've been here for 22 years. Um, the comics are our lifeblood. Like, just given, like, this kind of historical. Like, inspirational. Inspirational. Like, we've seen a lot of stuff here. Um, I've been on the road with comedians. We support comedians. We yeah, love we support. Comedians. Um, that said. Uh, you suck. Was, and I'm going down, you piece of shit. Well, we also don't want to accuse outright. You're hoping that if it is the person. Accuse. Can I get you a cup of coffee or break one of your fingers? <laughs> You're hoping they'll just divulge it themselves. Right. So after all that, um, she explains what happened. And he just came out with it. He's like, yeah, I fucked up. And she's like, we all have a bad night. This was a bad night for you. Um, but I want to put you in touch with Taylor and you'll pay for it. And so anything, anything was diffused. He was not allowed to do the show because. He's on timeout. He's on timeout. And that's it. Is that, am I going to get in trouble for sharing that story? Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> I come to you for help. A private thing that my window is broken. Then I'm listening to your podcast and you talk about my store. Actually, it's old. He was especially mad because it's the holiday season and a big. He had a big front oh, store display. Oh, probably beautiful. So I guess to rectify any uh, hurt feelings, um, go to the tailor. It's three doors down from the improv. I was going to say, I don't think he will be mad. No, he's not the one I was worried about. I'm, I guess I'm most worried about the kid. The nameless kid that you in no way described? You're fine. Because, well, I know comedians, some comedians listen to this, and I don't want the word getting out that the booker of a club was talking anyway. You about something give, that happened to his You didn't give anything away. Life. Yeah. Okay, well. You're fine. Because we all do have a bad night. I smashed a window once. Not a window, a, a mirror. I might have talked to her about it in the it's past bad episode. Luck. I know. I punched my mirror in my, my uh, closet when it's in high school because I was mad. My parents made me buy um, a punching bag and put it in the, to get my anger out that way. I still have anger issues. I probably should I probably get out. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I guess I'm wrapping up. <clears throat> I'm no, done. that's a cool story. Thanks. That's I, fun to I do. I like how you save that for parting shots and not checking in. Yeah. What was my checking in? You went on two dates. Oh, right. You had a lot going on with you. Uh, okay, so parting shots. I'll do mine, and then we can get the fuck out of here. I'm so sick right now. Uh, <clears throat> so I am a large man, and that frightens people sometimes when they don't expect to see me but i had the most egregious example of that this week which was i went to get i i, I ordered some food and mm. i went to get it outside my apartment what kind of food? pizza Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pizza. and i was walking back in and if you guys remember where i live there's like a there's a walkway around the side of the building to the front then right outside where you come down the stairs from my apartment is the garbage chute. Mm. So I was coming back down the walkway and there was a woman throwing out her garbage. Sorry. No, I know it's not a great story. <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, she was throwing out her garbage. She threw garbage in the chute. She closed the chute. She turned around. There I was. And she screamed bloody murder. Like I was about to attack her. And I was like, I didn't know what to say. You know, like, hey, I'm your neighbor. Right. I live here. (coughs) And she apologized, but it was just so weird to be. What did you do physically? Just came well, like, you Whoa. had that knife up, and <laughs> I had a knife in one hand, and I was making a fist. <laughs> and you had a, a hockey mask on. Yeah. No, I just I, I I feel like I'm not you know a particularly threatening person, and she was clearly extremely Terrifying. threatened. Yeah, but in her defense, I'm. I can be extremely jumpy, and there's times that, like, I know Jeff is home, uh-huh. and if he comes up behind me, I still will jump and scream. Like, I I just, it, it, what I mean is that she might not have been, like, afraid of you personally, just afraid <laughs> Yeah, in life. It's hard for me to see the distinction. Yeah. My mom, like, it can be Christmas morning. And like you stay the night, come down for breakfast and, and be like, <gasps> good morning, mom. And she's like, oh, my goodness, why did you scare me? You know, so it makes it. But I being a big guy, too, like it's crazy how many people like are afraid it, of you. It's like it's like it's like tall shaming <laughs> or like presence shaming. Right. Like I'll get out of my car and like get gas and people will be like, oh, man, you're a big guy. Like you scare me like stuff like uh. just like. Like, luckily we're here and it's daytime. Otherwise, I would be afraid. And it's just like, why are you even telling me all this yeah. stuff? So I can I can relate to that. So don't be afraid, people. It's just me. Tough. Mm-hmm. It's just Sean. Uh, all right. Anything else? No. I don't think so. But I, I'm enjoying being here with you guys. You were talking about drinking a lot of wine. This is one thing that I'll say. I um, <clears throat> It was really cold. And Jeff... Went to the store to buy some beer, and beer sounded terrible to me because it's refrigerated. It was too cold. So um, I was like, maybe I'll get a bottle of wine. But wine does a number on old baby. And Jeff, like, couldn't stop laughing that I referred to myself as old baby. (laughs) I think that should be your new nickname. Old baby Kenny. (laughs) It's pretty accurate. Folks. This is The Long Shot. It is a podcast. We would like to thank you for listening. And we would like you to listen again. Or before. We'll see you next time on The Long Shot. For past, present, and future episodes of The Longshot Podcast, please visit thelongshotpodcast.com.